Lift every chair and swing. <laughs> hey cousins, you were listening to Revolutionary Hood Rat with Kim Young of Dope Black Social Worker. And uh, y'all heard that? We got us a new Negro National Anthem. And if you were not already aware, yes, Black people, we already had our own national anthem. It's called Lift Every Voice and Sing. And it was written in 1900 by James Weldon Johnson. But baby, we got us a remix. Lift every cheer and swing. Mm. I'm going to say it one more time so you can let it resonate in your soul. Lift every cheer and swing. My word, my word, my word, my word. I'm literally only recording this episode so that I can talk about the Montgomery Brawl, so that I can give voice to my joy about the sweet tea party, so that I can share my thoughts about the Riverfront Revolution. I'm not going to recap in detail what occurred on that riverfront in Montgomery, Alabama, because if y'all don't already know what happened, then y'all don't really love me, which means you haven't been watching the videos. We don't follow some of the same people or pick up on some of the same um, social phenomenons that are occurring in the moment. So I'm not going to do the work for you, nor will I steal your joy from watching that video on your own to have your own experience. So if you have not seen the Montgomery brawl that occurred on August 5th, in Montgomery, Alabama, on that riverfront, when them white folk attacked that black man, that black man threw his hat, and my people, all my people, showed up, and goddamn, goddamn, I cannot even express all my true feelings. I also can't even tell y'all how many times I didn't watch that damn video, all the various angles, all the different commentary, all the different TikToks and Instagram posts and tweets about the situation, about the brawl, about the revolution, about the sweet tea party. It has been my life since Sunday. And for that, I am grateful. I was already incredibly proud to be Black. Like in the depths of my soul, everything that I am, I love being Black. And truthfully, all that comes with being Black, the good, the bad, the otherwise. But that video, that expression of Black love, black, black resistance, Black power, Black collective energy, Black solidarity, I am filled to the brim. I am absolutely filled to the brim. The significance of what occurred that day, we cannot undercut it. We truly cannot because we understand, well, I'm going to use we lightly, those who get it, those who are aware of the conditions of Black people in this country and understand the constant state of rage one must be in when you are aware, get it. Like shit does not work out for us like that. We don't have situations where we survive. What happened that day on that dock? You had about five white men jump, punch, kick, everything. One black man in broad goddamn daylight in front of hundreds 
of people and probably truly believed they would get away with that shit. And I'm hard pressed to even consider that's the first time they've done some shit like that. And this is not even entitlement. I can't even name what the fuck that was. They are absolutely unhinged. People are absolutely unhinged and cannot view Black people as people. For them to have jumped at me and thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be straight. This will be all right. And it's not. We are sick and tired. Been tired for generations. Generation after generation after generation of Black people have been dealing with the same shit. And we are tired. And so to see Black people convene in that way, to see Black people resist the bullshit in that way, to see us gain a victory and survive. Like in all the videos I watched, I didn't see a single officer draw a weapon I honestly didn't see like an excessive use of force by officers in that situation. If I'm being honest, like they was letting them get down until Unk got that chair. We'll get to that chair in a little bit. But once Unk got that chair and popped that woman over her head, everybody was like, oh man, like you going to jail. And then that's when it was like, oh, we got to get the situation under control. But up until that point, baby, they was getting jiggy with it from all different angles, from the baby that jumped in the water and swam from the boat to the dock. And then once he got to the dock, took his shoes off and delivered that 22 piece to the head. Oh. And then once that boat docked and the three amigos skipped, took their shirt off and skipped. Telling you now, if you were not aware, if we skip, we about to beat some ass. If we take a shirt off, that ass is getting whooped. If we step back, Pull pants up, launch forward, baby. Your face is on the pavement. So, and it wasn't even just men, like black women showed up in the way that we typically do. They was letting people have it. Push that good little girl in the, well, not a little girl. She was grown enough to have her ass out there trying to brawl. Pushed her ass in that water, was wailing on people's heads like this. It was an absolute release of rage, of tension, of frustration, of disappointment, of hurt. It's not bigger than anger. A feeling invisible, discounted, not cared for, unloved, all these things. It was a release of all that shit on that riverfront that day. Yes, it was incredibly entertaining. Yes, it has united us as a people for a short amount of time because now we back on the other side of this bullshit because of the uh, Megan and Tory Lane's foolishness. We're not talking about that today. But even like the moment of unity that was experienced once the brawl went viral and then we all got a hold of it, the memes have been phenomenal. Oh my God. Black people, we are genius. We are brilliant. We are so unserious and incredibly aware. And I choose to believe that's how we've made it this far. Folks like to name it, oh, resilience. Well, fuck all that shit. Resilience is incredibly complicated. 
And adapting to oppression is not resilience. It's just not. So I don't believe that we are resilient people in the way that Americans like to contextualize resilience. It's like, oh, you're doing such a great job dealing with oppression. Go you, keep it up. We're not going to make shit better for you. That's not resilience. I can't really name what we are in this moment, but I do know that we are absolutely brilliant. We are genius. We are incredibly unserious, but very, very aware of our situation and our circumstances. Not always aware of our brilliance, though, but incredibly aware of our situation and our circumstances. And so just the significance of what happened that day, where it happened, and then all the conversations that have occurred since it has happened has really um, kind of begun to you know show people for who they are and who they're not. It's also, I don't know, I'm about to lie. I do know where the narrative come from, comes from, but we're not going to dive into it on this episode. We might do it another time. But like this idea that Black people, particularly in the South, are supposed to be docile, mannerable, like all this other bullshit. I had saw on Twitter, y'all. Let me see if I could, um, let me see if I can find the tweet real quick. So yeah, I saw this tweet yesterday and I'm not calling that shit X because nah. Um, but I saw this tweet yesterday by Tenacious G and um, it was kind of questioning why people thought just because Montgomery, Alabama was in the South and this stereotype about folks in the South, like they not about that action is wild. And so the tweet says like black Southerners made the following anthems. Nuck if you buck, run up, get done up, never scared, set it off, ain't gonna let up, head busses, Nola clap, who run it, raised up, country shit. How did y'all get meek and mild? How? The South been about that action. Stay about that action. And at some point, folks is going to learn to respect the South. I know that I have truly learned to respect the South from living in it, but then also having my family come from the South. Yeah, I was not born in the South, but my family is from Louisiana, from St. Charles Parish, Booty, Louisiana, outside of Homa, about 30 minutes outside of New Orleans. So my family is from the South, and I've been in the South going on... 13 years now. So I have a great love and respect for this house. I also know they don't play down here. You get cut, you run up, you get done up. That's just how that should go. And so like for people just to be in shock and awe because it's in the South and they didn't expect folks to act like that. Y'all didn't lost y'all damn mind. The same way, continue to hear like we are not our ancestors. Baby, yes, we are. I am my ancestors. My ancestors been about that shit. My ancestors been coming for next, been fighting for their freedom, pushing back against resistance, using violence in a way to liberate. My people been doing that shit. Our people been doing that shit. We are our ancestors. We got to stop saying that. We are very much so our ancestors. They are with us all the time. Shit, they were present that day on the dock. There's no way they couldn't have. And so when folks talking about we not our ancestors, we going to run up and we about that action. We going to do block, block, whoop, whoop, whoop. Your ancestors did all that shit and some. Like, let us not forget about the Haitian Revolution, about Gabriel Prosser, 
Harriet Tubman, Nat Turner, all that shit. Every black revolutionary that was our ancestors, name and unnamed, known and unknown, who been about that action. This is not new to us. And so when people like to use Martin Luther King quotes, like weaponize his quotes, to be like, he would not agree with this shit. Hmm, the fuck he would. I tell you right now, like when people try to say, oh, you know, Martin Luther King, he was all about nonviolence and he wouldn't be proud of us if he saw what we're doing because he understood that like you have to meet violence with no violence and yacht da 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 and whoop whoop da whoop. Shut up. Because clearly you have not done your research. Towards the end of MLK's life, he began to understand the function of violence as a tool for liberation, as a tool to fight oppression. He understood the function of violence. And so when they try to whitewash his story, his life, like get out of my face with that. He wouldn't be proud of us if we saw what we were doing. Yes, um, yes, he would. He absolutely would. The majority of our ancestors would. We are a people of fighters, the revolutionaries. We push against things. We resist. Like, we intimately know struggle. We're also exhausted by it. And think about just in general terms, when people reach a point of exhaustion, when they're already filled with rage from being ignored, pushed out, under-resourced, underserved, unappreciated, have violence, state violence used against you every day of your life, what is to be expected? What is to be expected? And so the Montgomery brawl, the Sweet Tea Party, August 5th, 2023, will forever, forever have a special place in my heart. It will go down in history. And I truly hope we continue to learn lessons, understand the context for what led to that particular situation, but then go deeper to know that that's not the only one. It wasn't an isolated situation. The primary difference is we lived. We did not die. We did not get beat. We came together. Cause that's who we are as a people anyway. We're incredibly communal. We're interconnected. I see you, you see me white supremacy continues to counter that but that's not who we are as people we're communal we're collective we're not individualistic that's some very european shit and so to see it on display to see the intergenerational approach <laughs> to the brawl <laughs> And to also uh, have the opportunity to share this across generations, because that is the power of the internet. That's one of the functions of social media. Every generation saw that. And now I'm really curious to see, like, what are we going to do with it? 
what stories will be told? What stories will be corrected? What lessons will we learn? What will we carry forward? And where is that chair? I hope it's preserved because that's an artifact. I need it encased. I need it transferred somewhere. You know, preferably a black owned museum or institution. But wherever that chair is, that onk that you know, onk took out and was molly whopping, like molly whopping. Everybody with that chair. We need to find that chair. We need to find that chair. We gotta make sure it stays safe. So that's the only reason I opened up this computer and plugged in this mic was to make sure I created space to process and talk about. And I still haven't fully done it, but this is enough because I'm tired. <laughs> this is enough. This is the only revolutionary news I have. This is the only Earth is Ghetto segment I have for the week. This is the only tales from the trap. However, our good black word I'm going to leave a good black word because it's just relevant for what we're going through and where we are. And it comes from one of my favorite humans on the planet, Marshawn Lynch, because like I shared on my IG the other day, I am overwhelmed by the thought, like if Marshawn Lynch would have been on the dock at the riverfront recording or just in the proximity where somebody picked up the audio, the type of commentary we would have received. Oh my God. I get chills just thinking about if Marshawn Lynch would have been there, what would we have heard? But anyways, our good black word for the week are two of my favorite quotes by Marshawn Lynch, one of my favorite people on the planet. The first one is, I'm just about that action boss. The second one is, I'm going to get mine more than I get got. And from my viewpoint, that's exactly what happened on that riverfront. That's exactly what happened the day of the Montgomery brawl, of the sweet tea party, of the riverfront revolution. She said, I'm just about that action, boss. And I'm going to get mine more than I get got. That is all I have for the week, y'all. Please remember to take care of your heart so that we can take care of each other. Because at the end of the day, we all be got. And cheers up. Cheers up. We'll chat next week.